Hello, 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 and welcome to West Franklin Talks. My name is Dave Cruz. He is Matt Pearson. Hey, West Franklin. And we are back with another episode to engage you, challenge you, laugh a little bit. I hope. I hope. That'd be nice to laugh yeah. some. We yeah. need some laughter today. It's yeah, been do. a interesting... I, feel, I, I woke up this morning just going, oh, I got to get out of bed. And the day's gotten progressively better, but I still have kind of that... I need to laugh a little bit. You know, we had lunch at ground. We did, not with each other. No, we we. I had a lunch appointment. He had a lunch appointment, and we. I didn't know. He didn't know it was going to be a ground. And I didn't even know I had a lunch appointment. I was invited into this, and it was on our way there that I'm like, "Where are we going?" Wes Franklin. We know that Dave invited himself because yeah. it was at ground. That's and, not uh, it at all. Okay, all that's right. It's not it at all. all right. Josh. Josh asked me to come be a part of one of his meetings. Okay. So. Well, good. Well, and speaking was, speaking of inviting, yes, I invited our potentially new youth minister to our family gathering. Our student minister is being voted on. Final vote this on week. the 27th. Yes, yes. And we hope that on September 13th at our family gathering, we will be able to introduce him to everyone who is there, he mm-hmm. and his family, and maybe even talk with them a little bit from what are you going to call it, the stage, even though there won't be a stage right. there. I wonder if he likes ground. I get the sense that he likes food. He's, yeah. he, I mean, he's as thin as a rail because he runs a lot. But he's tall. But he's tall. And, I mean, we took him to lunch the other day, and he chowed down, dude. Yeah, he got the barbecue nachos at yeah. uh, Hogwood and tore them up. So I'm realizing we're talking a lot a lot about food yeah, already. I mean, I mean, this is why Franklin talks. We've got to represent the Franklin That's right. restaurants as well. That's right. But back to the family gathering. Yes. It is scheduled for September 13th. We're still ironing out details, but yes. put, circle that on your calendar. And uh, God willing, we'll be able to introduce the church family to our, to our student minister and yes. interview him. And a couple other things that we need our listeners to, to lean into. We've got one baptism scheduled that night outside, and I know there are others that need to be baptized, haven't been baptized yet. Maybe God's done something over COVID, and there's some things you want to share. And so if you want to get baptized, then you need to reach out to myself or Dave or another another minister on campus, and let's let's have a conversation about that. And so that's super exciting. And yes. also, I would love to be able to share some God stories that night for our family gathering. We've all heard the bad stuff. Right? We all get that. We all get frustrated. If there's a story that you can just say only God could have done, would you please let us know? Reach out to us. And if you see us in person, of course, that'd be great. But email us, mpearson, P-E-A-R-S-O-N, at westfranklinchurch.com, or dcruise, D-K-R-U-S-E, at westfranklinchurch.com. We'd love to hear your God stories and maybe perhaps share them at our family gathering. And the family gatherings could be at uh, New Hope Christian Academy, just right down the street from our campus. Yeah, right off Downs. They've been kind enough to say, hey, come on over here. We also are going to have an ice cream sandwich truck there. Hey. Hey. Yeah, it's going to be amazing, especially if you can eat ice cream. You remember the chip witch? Yes, it's very similar to that. It is uh, ice cream between two cookies. Oh, my gosh. So it's not like the little dinky ice cream sandwich you get at the grocery store. It's, I'm, I'm not preaching on gluttony that morning. No, and I'm probably not taking my diabetes medicine that day because <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to eat one. So those will be available for you to, to purchase at a mm-hmm. discounted price. You know, we're working through the rest of the details. Yeah, but super, super excited. Put it on your calendar yeah. for the 13th. 
I guess I can say this. We're going to do everything we can to keep it safe because there are many of you who don't feel comfortable yet getting out. And I get it. I get it. Not feel comfortable enough to come to our worship service yet. I get that. Uh, we're going to socially distance. We're going to not hug, not high five, not kiss. Of course, I hope we don't do that anyway. But we're going to do everything we can. So especially for those, uh, there's a lot of you who aren't just real comfortable yet, which I understand. We want you to be comfortable when you're there. So we are debating if we're going to hire paintball snipers to snipe you if we see you breaking the social distancing or if we're hiring public shamers to come up and yell that you're breaking the social distancing rules. I haven't quite figured out which one is more effective. One hurts. One makes you blush. What if we got a couple guys from the high school football teams to just tackle you? Well, again, that would be breaking the social oh. distancing. <laughs> that doesn't really help, does it? No. <laughs> so, yeah. Bad idea. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I got to shoot that one down. Yeah, it's okay. That's so, all right. One more quick announcement before we get into... Lots uh, of announcements di- today. Dialoguing on the, on the sermon from, from Sunday. Birth through four years of age... Came back. Came back. Yes. And I want to make sure that the parents that listen into this understand... For right now, until January is the plan, we're not offering Sunday school classes for students, for children. We're just going to hold off for now. However, we are doing everything we can to make sure we have safe and proper protocol for children that are from birth till age four. And that's the 9 o'clock hour. Today, you should be getting an email from Jessica about registration. So if you want child care in the 9 o'clock hour, you need to register and let us know. But just please know it's available for birth through age 4. And if you have questions on that, Kelly and Abby are working really, really hard to, to make sure that, hey, there's safety, but also peace of mind. So if you have questions, you can reach out to Kelly Davenport, Davenport at westfranklinchurch.com, or you can reach out to me. I'm involved in those conversations, making sure that we're following the guidelines and making sure that we're doing all we can. So 9 a.m. on Sundays, man, it's awesome. Yep. We, we, we had nine kids the first Sunday. Boom. Which is a lot more than I thought we would, and I'm excited about yeah, that. That's great. That's all right. Well, we lost two of them, too, I think. Uh, I didn't hear that one, so, <laughs> you know, there you go. Yeah. All right, Matt. So we're continuing on with our sermon conversation. Disciples multiplying disciples. Exactly. This past Sunday, what did you talk about? Well, week one was let's pray for Paul. Pray for God. (laughs) Paul's dead, but let's pray for God to send some Pauls to your life. Yes. Week two was why. Why is this such a big deal? And Sunday, we talked about why is it so difficult? Before we get into that, I want to put you on the spot. Can I put you on the spot? You normally do. You're a theological titan. I don't know about that. And so I didn't unpack this much, okay. but I'm going I'm to let you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> what does Paul mean when he says, and he's probably quoting a hymn, and he says, if we deny him, he will also deny us. And then he follows that up by saying, if we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he can't deny himself. Seems to contradict himself there, Dave. Well, I taught a class this last week that I clearly said, God does not contradict himself in Scripture. Okay, okay. So, so I told you folks, theological titan here. So when we come across that, that, hey, if we deny him, he's going to deny us, but the next line seems to imply, no, he's not. He's going to be faithful to us. That's where I'm going to have to say, yeah, it's it's a hymn, and it's funky lyrics, and sometimes lyrics just don't make sense in songs. <laughs> I mean, 
that's probably not the yeah, right answer, no, but it's what and, I got. And I hope the audience remembers that Dave has no idea what's going to come out of my mouth. I really don't. Okay. We well, do not come you, into this you prepared. You haven't heard the sermon yet. You know where I'm going in the text, but I, if you've read it, you haven't really studied it, no. and I get it. I wouldn't have either. I can talk about the faithfulness of God. Sure. But when we start going with the whole denial thing, right. that's where I'm kind of going, okay. Well, wouldn't you agree, Dave? That there's a big difference between intentionally denying that you know Jesus and having seasons where you don't have faith. Yes, I think there's a huge difference yes. between the two. That's one thing for me to just very intentionally, very aggressively deny Jesus, deny knowing him, denying wanting to be a part of him, denying having anything ever to do with him. There's a big difference between that and me going through a day or a season where I'm just like, God, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know if I have faith. And so I think at the very least we can take away from that, yes, if you reject and deny knowing Jesus, over time it's going to become obvious you aren't a Jesus follower. Now we all know what Jesus did with Peter when he denied knowing him three times when he had that lapse or had that whatever he had, Jesus pursued him. And I still think if you deny knowing Jesus, he will pursue you. However, if you continue to deny him, he will deny you. Because it's just really evident that you aren't one of his or don't follow him. But there have been seasons, Dave, I, I know you can testify to this yourself, where I didn't even know if I had the faith to believe. I've had more of those than I really like yeah. to admit. But don't you love the fact that it's not dependent upon whether or not I can conjure up enough faith today? He is going to be faithful. That's breathtaking. And so if people heard me read that text and maybe refer to it during the sermon, I just thought it'd be good for us to talk about it for a minute. Because there's some theological trees in this in this text that yes. due to the nature of flying through it and the nature of the series, I'm not necessarily camping out on. And you like putting me on the spot I do. and, and I do. seeing it's how fun. I respond. I do, and you, you handled it well. I mean, just saying that uh, song lyrics don't make sense, that's just that's perfect. <laughs> I mean, listen to some songs today. You're like, I have no clue what you're talking right. about. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Billie Eilish, you, you know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know her. I don't know what she's talking about half the time. Verse 2 of 2 Timothy 2. Yeah. 2 Timothy 2.2. 2. What you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, commit to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. That's it. That's the goal. All right, we're done. That's the goal. Yep. Paul taught Timothy. Timothy was to find faithful men who would teach others, and it would go on like that. That is discipleship. As I quoted from Billy Graham, he said if he had it to do over again, he would do one-on-one discipleship. That's interesting. The, the preaching to millions wasn't what God said would grow the church. It did, and it God did. used it, yes. and God's continuing to use it today. But teaching others who will teach others mm -hmm. is the goal. Now, Dave. Matt. Why do so many people not do it? How's that for a loaded question on oh, a brief podcast? That's like a softball right there, okay. though. I mean, why don't people disciple others? Yeah. Or maybe even why don't people get involved in discipleship themselves? Well, let's start with one. We're selfish. Selfish. I don't want to change. I don't want to give up the time. I want to do what I want to do. Two, we're probably not as mature in our faith as we want to think we are, uh, and we don't grasp the value and the necessity for it because we're immature. Uh, three, 
let's just be honest, and, and I know this is where we're going, it's hard. It's not easy to be discipled. It's even harder to disciple somebody. And why would I want to do something that's really hard? Those those are my three easy, off the top of my head, softball answers. You should preach Sunday. No, you've got the you've got it figured out. No, you you well, got it. I've got it figured out. But in fact, you've already preached it. So yeah, I guess at this at this <laughs> yes. at this point, if it's coming through the ears of the listeners, yeah. I mean, barring some crazy event that which could happen. Which okay, now I know what I'm going to get there, up there. There's a pandemic. There is. Yeah. When did that start? <laughs> so one of the points I wanted to make, Dave, was speaking of pandemic, is. I backed up into chapter one because one of the reasons it's so hard is because people are hard. Um, Paul says that uh, Hermogenes and Phygelus deserted him. One of the reasons we don't disciple is because we've been hurt by people. Mm. We've been burnt by people. The other thing I pointed out was it's very difficult for us to get together sometimes. Mm. Onesiphorus went out of his way to find Paul. What should we say to our listeners who are thinking, I just don't know if I want to go to a park. I just don't know if I want to go to a coffee shop. I just don't know if I want to go sit on a back deck. I'm just so used to the Sunday school class. I'm just so used to the... I mean, seriously, I get what you're one asking. of the reasons we don't do discipleship is because even in normal times, we don't like to get out of our routines, yeah. much less now during COVID, yeah. we've got to think... There are so many times I don't want to make the phone call. There are so many times I don't want to get up and go go take a walk with somebody or one of my kids wants to go do something together. At times I'm just, I'm just sitting. I just want, but I'm always glad I actually did it. So how can we encourage those? I mean, honestly, it's hard because we, we're used to the routine. We don't want to get out of our comfort and go do something different, but it's always worth it. The, the socially irresponsible answer that I have, get over yourself. Oh, Bam! What? I mean, come on. Get out of bed and go join the group in the park or the coffee shop. I mean, I get it. We're in the midst of things. But I'll be honest, you and I have talked about this. We see so many of our people out and about Mm -hmm. doing so many other things. Mm -hmm. You're posting it out there on social media, folks. We can see it. (laughs) But then you're telling us, yeah, I don't want to go and join this group over here. You just had lunch with how many people at that restaurant? I don't get it. Get over yourself. We may have to cut that part out. I'm glad I asked. I'm glad I asked. It's true. I mean, we see everything on Facebook and on social media, and then we hear, well, I just just don't feel comfortable. Well, you need to tell your phone. You need to tell your lunch group I'm not willing to go. (laughs) I'm not comfortable. It's hard, but sometimes we have to do the hard thing to do what's necessary, yes. to do what's worth it. Yes. Anasiphorus could have easily said, I'm going to pray for Paul from home. I'm going to wish him well. I'm going to every day for the next 30 days pray for him, which is a wonderful thing to do. But he didn't. Paul says, may God grant mercy to his household. So he had a wife and kids. And easily. probably a dog. Probably. Not a cat, because no follower of Jesus would have a cat. And we'll talk about that Uh, later. Anyway, um, but he goes when he could have stayed home, and I guarantee you, this is speculation, but it's a guaranteed speculation, which is an oxymoron. (laughs) I guarantee you he would have said it was worth it. And Paul was refueled, replenished, re-energized, able to pour into Timothy. 
So as we're thinking on this, we have the hard reality of, I don't want to, but I need to. How do we overcome that? I mean, I know I need to go work out, but I don't want to. I know I need to take a shower, Mm. but I don't always want to. And I do. I love a shower. We all got our thing. (laughs) I just made myself sound like an unsanitary, gross person. I I I have never smelled Dave's B.O. I, I shower. That's good. That's a good question, Dave. And the thing I know to say is it is worth it. Let me ask our listeners this. If you don't want to be discipled or disciple or be in a small group of disciples, multiplying disciples, let me ask you, are you happy where you are in your walk with Christ? Or do you even really have a walk with Christ, maybe? I mean, I'm going to the hard places today. Dave ain't playing, folks. Dave ain't playing. Yeah, I think we need all need to ask, work out your salvation with fear and trembling, Paul said in Philippians 2. If God designed it this way, and if you're wondering if it's really worth it, go back and listen to last week's sermon because we talked about the why. Mm -hmm. You cannot grow in a relationship with Christ without it. And yes, there's going to be obstacles. People have hurt us. It's hard to get together, but you do it. I also said yesterday, Dave, that the process is hard. Paul talks about grace. He starts out in verse 1, You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. If you think about that, that's an oxymoron. How are you strong in grace? Grace it means you have need. You cannot do grace on your own terms. You come to a place where you need grace by saying, If you don't give a God, I, I can't. And so I believe one of the reasons we, another reason we don't do discipleship or it's so hard is because it is very difficult to open yourself up. It's very difficult to be vulnerable. It's very difficult to let other people see your weaknesses. But if you're going to be strong in grace, being strong in grace means being strong in humility, being Mm -hmm. strong in need, being strong in saying, I can't. And that's hard. It is hard. It's worth it. Yes. And we need it. Yes. You can't experience his grace without it. But everything in us says we can do it ourselves. Which we can't. Right. But the, our default, my default mode is I, I got this on my own. I can handle it. Much less when I'm in a smaller group of people. But that's where it becomes good. We are best at, at deluding ourselves. I mean, my wife called me out on this the other day, and I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. I always say, I'll get to that. I can do that when there's a house project. Mm. And she finally looked at me and she said, you keep saying that, and the reality is, you don't have any time to do this stuff. You need help. And I'm like, ah, you're right. Yeah, but notice, I noticed, Church, he didn't call me to help him. I haven't called anybody yet because I'm still wrapping my head around it. Yeah. But it's that reality. I've deluded myself into thinking, I can do this on my own. I have the time and the skill and the energy and the whatever. And my wife rightly pointed out to me, No, you can't. You can't. Mm-hmm. You need help. Wow. That's a good way to go, Melissa. Yeah, wait, I don't think she listens yeah, to this, but if you do, hey, does. honey. <laughs> but yeah, the the process of, of grace and the only way we can experience his grace is by recognizing our need. Um, there's a song by Jimmy Needham. The title of it is All You Need Is Need. Is it Needham or Needham? I don't know, but I remember it by thinking I need ham sometimes too. So Jimmy needs ham, Matt needs ham, Jimmy needs ham. Okay, great. All you need is need. And that's just a great line for anybody, especially a Christ follower. And the other thing, and I'll kind of wrap up with this, Dave, is a reason it's hard. We talked about people in the process, but regarding the process, becoming more and more like Christ is slow. 
there are no microwave Christians. It's impossible. Even a crock pot is fast when it comes to Christianity. It is impossible to be a Christ follower quickly, to grow in Christ-likeness quickly, let me say that. The soldier, he uses three metaphors in these verses, soldier, Olympian, and farmer. Mm -hmm. A soldier doesn't get a medal of honor overnight. No. Blood, sweat, and tears. An Olympian doesn't get a gold medal by just waking up one day and saying, I want blood, sweat, and tears. A farmer doesn't reap a harvest by just planting one day and going out there the next. It takes a long cracking time. Yes, which is why if you are a procrastinator and always going, I'm going to wait till tomorrow. I'll get to it next week. Tomorrow's here. Next week is here. It's time. Yeah. I wish I could remember where I saw this. It was on one of my social media feeds that said, uh, procrastination is delaying the better future. Mm. And that's that's exactly what that is. If you're Mm -hmm. waiting and procrastinating to find a group to to get involved or to lead a group because you have the maturity and the wisdom, you're just delaying a better future. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to do that? That's I good. agree with you. We need to just That's get good. on it. Yep. And it, Eugene Peterson calls following Jesus a long obedience in the same direction. Mm. A long obedience. It doesn't just happen. You have to obey, but it is not overnight and right. it takes a long time. There's areas in my life I'm like, well, Jesus, why am I not more like you in this area? I wonder that sometimes about you too. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, Dave, if you'll allow me to, let me read this. Let me read the end of the text because we alluded to it a second ago. Why? Why should we get after it, even sure. when it's hard? Paul says in verse ten, "This is why I endure all things for the elect, so that they also may obtain salvation, which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory." This saying is trustworthy. If we died with Him, we will also live with Him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we're faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. It's worth it. It's worth it. It really is. It really is. All right, Matt, so next steps for our folks. We just said, hey, it's hard, but get on it. So next steps. Next steps. Um, a key way is to email Dave Cruz, D-K-R-U-S-E at westfranklinchurch.com. Another key way is to uh, go to your e-bulletin that you got yesterday and click on the DXD resources tab, and you can find what groups we offer and, and other things regarding disciples, multiplying disciples. Another way, e-bulletin from yesterday, click on the link for short, short, short term, short term, short term Bible reading groups. These are uh, gaining in popularity. Yep. Uh, we got some great response last week, and I expect the same this week. And let's be honest, Dave, if there are some listeners who are like, I'm just kind of done with my group, this will be a great off ramp for that and on ramp to something new yes. in the future. It's it's not time to play games. Nope. And and if you're not happy with your group or if you're thinking you need to split up your group or if some things just aren't taking off, now's the time because we're talking about it. There are things out there and there are ways to reevaluate, reexamine and do some other do some other things. So there's a couple ways you can also text the word Franklin to 623623. And if I understand correct, Dave, You'll be able to have a text conversation with one of us immediately. On Sunday. On Sunday. Okay. On Sunday. Okay. That that won't be pulled up and right in front of us the whole all week. Okay, good, because you know, I gotta have my downtime. Yeah. So if you if you <laughs> are listening and you and it's you know, this goes out on Mondays. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening and it's Monday, hey, email us. But if on Sunday you're moved and you're like, I need to talk to someone right now, 
Franklin to 623-623 will be manning that number. We can get into an immediate text message. You can always call the office, too. We're around. 850-3170. I'm glad you know that. I rarely call it. I hope that was the right number. I hope so, too. I can't even double-check you. I'm sorry. 615-850-3170, I believe. Uh, you might want to go to the website first. Yeah, I was to about to say. <laughs> WestFranklinChurch.com, contact us, or just Google us, and we'll pop up, and the number will be right there. You betcha. But we're going to trust you are right in that, Matt. Um, and if you get the wrong number, then go to Google. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, Matt, we got anything else we need to talk through? That's it for me today, Dave. Thank you. All right, everybody. We are at the end. We want to say thanks for uh, spending some time with us. Hopefully, hopefully, I can't speak hope, right hope now. Hope that's fulfilling. Yes. Well, you know, I'm not joining a shirt-term Bible group. So, <laughs> hey, uh, we hope you've laughed a little bit with us today. We hope you've been challenged and uh, maybe your toes have been stepped on. So, in the meantime, you guys enjoy the rest of your week. We'll be back next week with another episode of West Franklin Talks. See you. Bye.